because it's absolutely fucking hilarious. It's addicting, yeah? You what? You said it's addicting. It's addicting. Give me a the second. The gameplay now. is addictive. Yeah, you got you I think he's trying to boost you up. But but while we do yeah. that, I'm gonna say what's up. What's up to the audio listeners? We still gotta get used to and that because we're we're, we're we're on audio channels now as well. Uh, we're pretty much oh, I nice. think on everything. Jube, I don't know SoundCloud, iTunes, anywhere you can get audio. We're not on his SoundCloud. Okay, yeah. so that's that's in the works. Nice. So shout out to the audio listeners. Um, just just yeah, so ahead, you get an idea there. of how addictive uh, or how or how deep I am into this game. I've only just taken the package to the weather station, so I've only just unlocked the weather station, and I'm mm-hmm. 33 hours in. Yeah, the game. Yeah, the game. The game is addictive. You 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 play around before you know it. It's like ten hours uh, gone. Yeah, by. but I, I'm I'm that I'm that let's say relatively early in the game, yeah. and I'm thirty three fucking hours in. You're gonna enjoy. I man. know. I there understand. There is so much on the cutting room floor. If you enjoy the beginning, if you enjoy the beginning, you're definitely gonna start enjoying enjoying the rest of the game, especially that midway is when it starts when to really kick in. Opens, yeah. When the game opens up story wise, you're going to say, "Oh shit, let's go." I gotta get the rest of the rest of the intro. I'll, yeah, intro da- Dante and Omar always always delaying the I, I, intro. I, I, no, uh, it's not your fault this I, time. It's not your fault this time. <laughs> I got. I got to get you up, man. I got to get you up, my guy. If you don't see him with the with the with the fresh cut and the and the new mic and the new new everything over here trying to stun on everybody, my guy, Feral Bazaar. What's going on with you, my dude? Oh, I haven't I haven't had a cut in weeks, but uh, thank you. Um, than mine. Not much. Uh, <laughs> um, not much going on. Uh, I got to dive into Ghost and Dish- Ghost of Tsushima barely. Um. But other than that, not much is going on. I just did my first uh, YouTube video uh, yesterday. Um, so, you know, you guys can go check that out on my channel, um, Feral Gaming. And uh, other than that, that's about it. Yes, sir. Definitely check it out, man. First, the first of many. begins. Yes, sir. The first of many. First of many. Yes, first of many. Cool. I need, I need to get something to drink. Uh, my guy, something about starting the channel. Who's supposed to have been started. Uh, my guy, Jubei Sensei. What's going on with you, my dude? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a good day. Um, I am so far. Uh, not much. Um, next week should be a better week than this week as far as the uh, audio stuff. But yeah, I've been uh, playing Ghosts and Grounded. It's been it's been about it. And then uh, trying to get this show on a video platform. It's really been been my stuff for the past week. So. Yes, sir. Appreciate you doing that, cause I, I was gonna do it. That's too much work. <laughs> All right, my my guy, Omar. Uh, Omar I don't want to butcher. Just Omar. Just Omar. Enough. Omar. <laughs> What's going on with you, uh, my dude? Yeah, uh, finished God of Tsushima, nice. and uh, what a game! What a game! What a game! That final boss, though, I finished it. Actually, uh, I played it the entire game on normal. Because mm. just wanted to have fun before the lethal came out, and the final boss I did it on lethal, just to for the heck of it, and it was lots of fun. And now we'll try to platinum the game, almost eighty percent in, nice. and I started fairy tale, but that game is so boring. It's like yeah, no. I mm-hmm. I will finish it, but it's not worth it. Okay, well that's un- that's unfortunate, man. All right, 
And uh, my guy, the Japanese, uh, Jap- my, my Japanese brother from another mother, but not really Japanese, but speaks it. Kofi, what's going on with you, my dude? What's going on, man? Here uh, holding the youngest son. I'm a little bit distracted and scatterbrained, but it's been a good week so far. I mean, like in the last time since we've been on and uh, it's always nice to get out of work and talk about games. A lot of cold steel. I might actually, <laughs> or I'm like a hundred. It's crazy. My my PlayStation it stays on sometimes, so the hours really not logical anymore. Um, but I'm obviously preparing for Hajimori, which comes out on the 27th. But I I probably will switch it back to Tsushima, um, so I can actually get through that game. Um, it's been it's been pretty simple. I want to play some Fall Guys on uh, on PlayStation as well. Hey, I got I got to jump on that too. So. Yeah, that should be fun. It's, it's, it seems to be the new wave, man. So shout out to the Fall, uh, Fall Guys developers, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to them and Horizon Zero Dawn as well for topping the Steam charts. Um, but last, but last and not least, my guy Zero, what's going on with you, my dude? Uh, what is going on, friends? Um, nothing much. It is Fall Guys pretty much all day. Every um, just like the best game out, and like could possibly low key be my game of the year. Oh, um, really? Um, outside of that, I played Rogue Company, which is fine. I have it. I have, Ro- I have Rogue Company, so we should link up. I haven't played it oh, yet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got it for Switch and for PS4. So, okay. yeah, let me know. Um, right, I don't dislike it. It's just, I think it does everything adequately, mm. which I can't say that's a bad thing, but it just doesn't stand out to me. But it's fun. I want to play until at least I unlock all of the Rogue and then see where it goes from there. Um a yeah. good way, sorry, I'm just thinking a good way to describe that is same shit, different skin then. A little. A little. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's Apex. I already got that. And then it's a hero kind of shooter, but like Overwatch does it with more flair. Um, but everything is good in it. Like, the characters are interesting. The guns are good. It's very Counter-Strike and how you earn money um, to buy weapons and earn loot. It just, I don't think it's going to set the world on it, fire. It but It doesn't wow you. Yeah. Um, oh, but no, I can't, like, it's, it's a proficient yeah, my, game. Okay, and my guy Slow Mo, he, you know, he he loves it, man. To the point where I ended up downloading. So many people are hyping it up, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, like I, I the thing is, like I can't say anything bad about it, but I also mm. can't say anything like good about it. If that makes sense, mm. like it's just, it's just it's a cool game. Um, you know, I won't rave about it like I do Fall Guys. Um, but that's pretty much it. And making my way through Neo still slowly. Mm. Neo one or two, the first one. Okay, yeah, I, that's that's still in my backlog. I gotta I gotta get back on it, um, and I'm trying to. I have to finish Ghost. Like that's the last big place I have to finish it. Act three, but I've been playing Iron Harvest, man. That that RTS is 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 great. For those who have not played it, check out the Iron Lords podcast. I saw them; they were doing a three v three with the dev team, and I was like, oh man, I was so jealous. Downloaded it immediately, the beta, and it, it's it's great. It's like a command and conquer. It feels like Command and Conquer to me, and it's old school RTS vibes with mechs, so you can't, you can't beat it. It's dope as hell. Def- definitely check it out. I might might post a, uh, one of those video trailers, or whatever. But it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, that's what I've been playing. That's why I came in a little bit late. But uh, let's let's before we get to these actual topics in the news, let me let me shout out the chat, man. You guys are awesome coming through in here representing Restored Hades. What's going on with you, bro? Game of Despair, Diclonius Games, NYT Music. Uh, I think I already said Restored Hades. Xbox 448, salute to you. Cali Rex, the indie gamer, my brother. Rodimus J, D. 
the Molly Spartan guy, Verge Brizzle, uh, Nate Clayton, what's going on, Unk, and Delilah's in the chat, and I believe that might be, oh, and Charisse, I believe that may be it, I appreciate you guys, oh, Lady Infamous, oh, okay, GR, Grown Woman Game is in the house, I appreciate yes, you guys you checking know. it out, I already <laughs> see it, I appreciate y'all, I was like, wait, these names sound familiar, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you guys, man, definitely check out Grown Woman Gaming as well, um, so, I'd like to I'd like the chat's opinion on something. Just just a little light-hearted thing. Okay. Who does chat think is going to be the next member of the Church of Cold Steel? No. Oh, I forgot. I, I apologize. Uh, pray, oh, pray uh, Peter Cold Steel. I got oh, the open with that. <laughs> pray Peter Cold Steel. I'm just, I, I'm I need just a... very curious who they think is going to be the next one to fall. I mean, listen, to, to join. Listen, listen. Graphic God or Indy or somebody, say, make me a ticker. For how many times Kofi or anyone says Cold Steel, because this guy, every episode, you can go through every episode that we do, he happens to slide in Cold Steel. We could be talking about Indie Showcase, the very end. Cold Steel 3! Like, for no reason. Like, I don't get it. But anyway, let's, let's get to the gaming news real quick. We need to send him an invoice. Facts, facts. Gaming news real quick. I'm, I'm going to have the Jeopardy bell for, for anyone that goes over over a minute. So let's, let's get to these gaming news and let's get straight to the topics. I'm going to go straight to my guy, Kofi. What's going on with you with the gaming news and... Uh, the land far east. So I think I'll start with the two most interesting pieces of news, which is not sales. Um, apparently, information has been revealed that Last of Us will be getting two new features added to the game involving a grounded mode like in the oh, original yeah. and a permadeath mode. And to our understanding, a permadeath mode oh. would mean something like if you died some at some point during the story, you might be sent all the way back to the beginning of the yeah. game. Now, yes. this, wow. I don't think this has been confirmed at all, but the trophies are available, so we know that this update will appear at some point. Um, definitely something to look forward to. Um, no, I, I it isn't. No, it is. That is not something to look forward to. They did that same shit in fucking Dead Space 2 and 3, and they'll pull my fucking hair out. Oh, Dante is just upset because he knows his stream is going to make him do it. Diclonius Games. Challenge accepted. Diclonius Games. Challenge accepted. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yo, yo, keep, keep that timer, bro. I fuck with that. My chat, my, 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 my people already know that uh, The Last of Us Part 2 is a game that is on the never buy option. Uh, never gotcha. buy list. Anything else, Kofi? Oh, yeah. I didn't mean yeah, to cut so you the off. The second thing is Sorry. from our favorite underdog studio at Sony First Party, Dreams. Apparently, they are going to bring on a developer from Insomniac to make Ratchet and Clank in Dreams. And they're going to be oh. streaming the evidence of this. That'd be kind of cool. On the, it looks like tomorrow at 5 p.m. BST, so in, in Dante's time. <laughs> and, question about uh, that, the Dreams yes. thing. So, if with Dreams, I've never played the game. I understand with that title, you can make g games inside of the game. Right. Yes. So, are these games like little mini games, or are they full fledged? You know, eight hour to twelve hour games. Like, are they so just mini if, kind of? If I were to be extremely critical, most people who make games in Dreams are not completed. They're mm -hmm. demos see, okay. that show really cool tech that is really easy to make. I would say because of the the usefulness of the engine. But the goal for Media Molecule is for people to eventually sell their own games within the ecosystem of Dreams, which is super ambitious. But because they've gotten to this level, I kind of like where you know where they came from. I don't know many people who sell a tool like this that you yeah. can use your controller to make games. Um, but yeah, but I, I would typically ten to uh, ten minutes to one <laughs> hour in length if you were to you know go through all of them. But the, the thing was, yeah. 
the thing with dreams you can actually make a bigger game but you just need lots and lots of time like it's like uh, it's like any game it goes yeah. to show you how long it makes yeah, things but, to make a game but, but, the, but, but you can actually make that's what gotcha. the point want, is i would say if you can compare it to project spark or actual engines that you know you would make games in i something tells me that dreams has a more complete scope of what you can make with it with more ease i know that uh project spark did have a lot of cool tools but for example just last week uh vr was updated for dreams and so now cool. you can play games in a completely different cool. way um I love them. FC, you know this. I, I like. Mm -hmm. I, I have a part for them because how long they went with un, you know, I don't know, unknown waters. I think you and Callie Rex are like the the, the biggest advocate for yeah. for media molecules. So shout out to Callie who's listening to this. All right, let's get to the rest of the actual gaming news. I had that Jeopardy music. I don't know if you can hear it. I already have it popping. So let's go straight to my guy Jubei Sensei. What's going on in Xbox? Hey, yo, um, you can bring. I guess the biggest the biggest thing. Um, it's Game Pass Ultimate members actually get to try out Game Pass streaming starting tomorrow from the Game Pass app on your Android device. Um, so that's, it's pretty big. It's nice that they're finally expanding that uh, that beta there out to out from insiders. Um, so I, since it's going to be a separate app, I'm going to play around with both to just see how far ahead or behind the insiders build is compared to what they're releasing to the public in that sense. Um, okay. So I'll get back to you guys uh, next week as far as that. Yeah, you're going to test it out, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been messing with the cloud for months now at this point. Nice, so. nice. Okay. Um, so Xbox Series S is the official name of Lockhart. That was used by controller packaging for the white uh, Series X controller. So it's a version of Series S. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of us knew that. Microsoft's sorry, announced that, and the shittiest kept secret in the industry at this point. Uh, we're going to be touching on this later in the show, but uh, Xbox 2020 no longer being a phrase that Microsoft is going to use for shows going forward. Um, kind of different topic, like, so we'll get to that next week. Topic um, in nice. Korea actually just uh, posted its first uh, its first XCloud commercial. Um, with uh, one of their uh, their cell phone companies, um, so yeah, they're they're rolling out a uh, what's the word advertising for that already. So that's that's it's pretty huge. Okay, that's what's up. Anything else? Um, uh, last thing, uh, last two things. Obsidian is working on a game that's not grounded or about. It's another game that's, we have no information about, but this worked up with their directors came out. Said it's working on something was if one of two games. Uh, and it's a little bit easier now to actually buy 360 games from the Xbox store. Like before, you maybe had to jump through a bunch of hoops. And if you had like Xbox credit, you could use it on 360 older games. Like now, you can actually use your Microsoft credit to buy the chip, the Lincoln card, or anything to get it. Nice. All right, man. I can't, I can't wait for you to get a proper mic. For someone who raps in real life, that mic is trash. All right, let's, it's uh, like, hey, hey, <laughs> All right, man. And, uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, my guy, Dante Christ, what's going on in the, uh, I guess, the PC realm or whatever you got for me? Uh, well, first of all, uh, first, first biggest news is the 
developers, uh, Guerrilla Games have responded to complaints over the Horizon Zero Dawn mm. PC port. Yeah, um, mixed reviews right seems, there. Yeah, it's it is a very it's a very weird situation um, that in some in some uh, people's hardware, um, depending on the hardware you're using, you're either having one of the best experiences of all time, or you're getting nothing but stuttering frame, like un unexpected frame drops and more other issues. And I mean, I, I being the cynical fucker I am, I should have expected this. But like I can't, I just kind of hoped that you know, given the amount of time that they they've apparently been working on this, that they would have ironed out everything. But I don't know if you if you plan on getting a Ryzen Zero Dawn uh, for PC, I would say give give it some time, let them iron everything out, and then I would say go on and uh, purchase the game. Uh, if you, if that's a yeah. game that interests you, I know, I know, I know, I know, FC doesn't like the game; he thinks it's trash. Um, Sega have announced that they will uh, be porting more new and old games to PC after the support of Persona 4 Golden on Steam. So, uh, fuck all y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, PC, PC finally getting some of that love. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it, it says it all. After the absolute fucking success of Persona 4 Golden, uh, Sega have realized that, that Darby Golden then PC Hills. And it looks like they're going to be releasing older, older games, and I'm just hoping that those first older games they announce is going to be the fucking Yakuza series, so I can finally play the rest of them on PC. Because right now mm -hmm. we only have three. Uh, that's Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami Two. Um, what else is there? Uh, in 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 uh, in look in uh, just to catch up on the village idiots, Bethesda has confirmed that Fallout 76 is still getting official mod support. I just I'd throw that in there because we all like to laugh at the village idiot. Um, oh come on, we all know that we all know that mod support yeah. is basically effectively going to just ruin that game in the sense that people are actually going to fix that game better than Bethesda fucking god. Which they've um, done in the past. They've done in the past. Um, Doom Doom Eternal's first DLC is going to be uh, has been announced at QuakeCon. Uh, Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods. And not, uh, we saw what we wanted to see a lot of, a lot of action, a lot of, a lot of demons dying. Uh, what really, what really stuck out to me though was the, the emphasis on part one at the end of the trailer, meaning that this seems to be an episodic DLC. So if I was to say anything, I would say wait for the whole, I, I would wait for it all to uh, come out. And then purchase it all at once, like like a, like for example, what I did with um, Spider Man: The City That Never Sleeps. I didn't buy them episodically; I bought them all when they'd already released. And I, the last piece of news is the open beta for the Avengers video game. The open beta, because you know pre-order betas are bullshit. Yep. The open beta begins at 9 p.m. Uh, I don't know what region. Uh, 9 p.m. August 21st to 9 p.m. August 23rd. So if anybody is interested in that game, um, there's there's your time. Um, there, there's your time to test it. I'm I'm on the, after seeing what I've seen about that game. I'm I, I'm I'm slowly slowly crawl. I'm I'm slowly digging my feet in the do not buy category at this point. 
hard pass. I say to Jubei and I say it to a number of people, the biggest fault with this game that I've seen is that it's an RPG. Because, I'm sorry, I, if, if a regular dude wearing just a Kevlar vest and a fucking mask has to take multiple hits by either Mjolnir or Thor and are not yeeted all the way to fucking Asgard, then to me, then I'm, I'm just not... You're taking the suspense of disbelief out for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you could do with that type of game, though, really, because... Easy! You gotta, no, you got to make it somewhat challenging, you know, otherwise we'll just... You, then you, everybody. The thing is, yeah, but the problem is then you bring in... Are you playing to be or are you playing to be a superhero? Exactly. Well, yeah, that is one true. example. Yeah. Or you And you can turn around and say, well, they can bring in... Like back, specialized back. units, like units, you like yeah. you could bring in like a Hulk Buster or some shit because they do have boss battles dedicated to uh, like you ha- your Hulk fighting abomination. That there's an equal for there's an equal for Hulk, but like when when you just got a bunch of mooks who are t- like a bunch of human mooks who are taking like more than just one fucking hit by Hulk and they ain't fucking jellied, then nah, yeah, I'm, I'm just not. Plus, you can do like right. time challenges and things yeah. like that. Well, it's not, like, you have they, to save they, like, they, some people. They, yeah. they we got to push through. Like, we got to push through. We got to push through. We got to push through. All right. Sorry. My guy, questions, I, I know. I know. I, I, that, was my, that was my fault. My, last but not least, my guy, Reg, any Nintendo news before we get to these topics? Um, Just a few things. Uh, Animal Crossing is still having its best year ever. Um, wow. It currently is the, number, is the number two most sold game out of Japan period um only coming in second to uh, super mario brothers wow no excuse me not super mario brothers pokemon um and being the original three red blue and green um xenoblade chronicles and clubhouse games uh which came out last month both respectively uh sold about a million units Hmm. um big ups for them i actually foresee clubhouse games going on to sell a lot more um, and I'm actually surprised that Xenoblade Chronicles sold as much as it did. Yep. Um, the only last thing, uh, and this is like tangentially related, I guess, but um, everyone's favorite Xbox guy, Phil, will be on the uh, Gary Witta Animal Talking Show, uh, which is just a just a, a guy, Gary Witta, who I think he still is or used to be a writer for PC Magazine, um, took advantage of the pandemic and basically made a talk show in Animal Crossing. So he's had people like T-Pain. That's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> it's genius. I mean, it's T-Pain, Selena Gomez, Kevin Smith, Mark Bernardin, um, and now Phil will be on there. So I know it's a kind of a big deal from an Xbox perspective. Um, I'm sure nothing is going to be revealed or anything because Gary Wood is not associated with Nintendo in any form. Um, he just hosts a talk show on a game that they put out. Um, but it's kind of cool. Um, I'm going to tune in. I believe it's next week. I'm um, not sure what the exact date is, but I'm p- pretty sure it's next week. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's get to these topics, man. I mean, people, people are waiting. Everybody definitely should be in here now. Um, if you are listening, uh, if you're listening on YouTube YouTube or whatever or viewing it, please karate chop that like button and uh, share this out to gamers everywhere, man, and, and all your social media channels. So let's get to these, the first topic here. Um, you know how the next generation is going on. Or you know, it's about to about to occur. Xbox Game Studios has been at least uh, been doubled doubled in its original size to, to I think r- roughly around fifteen. Xbox is tending to go to their own own direction when it comes to how they make games and how they view gaming going forward. 
my question to the panel and strictly to Delilah HD first is what do you see or foresee Xbox Game Studios being like? Do you foresee it mirroring a little bit on how PlayStation was last gen? Because in the PS3 era, that's when they started building up their studios and turn out those big games in the PS4 generation. Or do you see it going a different path? And my second question to that, like I like to do double questions. Last part of the question is, do you foresee any of the studios that Xbox created or have um, turn out a game of the year contending game to rival the likes of Rare, uh, Rockstar, uh, Naughty Dog, Santa Monica, things like that. Can you repeat your question, the first one, please? I will repeat it when I get to you. <laughs> but Delilah, do you, do you want me to repeat it again or? No, no, you good, you good. Okay. okay. Um, so, so you said, do I see the studios um, turning out a, a pretty much a banger, like you know, a triple A banger? Um, absolutely. Right. I mean, I think I think Halo Infinite. Granted, you know, it did get a, a lot of uh, feedback regarding its graphical fidelity and art style. I still think Halo Infinite is going to do extremely well. I'm excited to see what Obsidian is going to do with Avowed. Mm. Um, Playground Games, of course, of course, they're working on Fable. So, you, I mean, come on. It's like the okay. talent of that team is incredible. I, I don't, I don't understand the narrative of like uh, that Xbox Game Studios isn't going to churn out any great games. I mean, I think, I think all games that they're going to put out are going to be great, even if it doesn't appeal to the the quote unquote stereotypical hardcore. Um, right. So yeah, I think, it's, I think literally, like if you look at the studios that XGS has. They have something for everybody, really. Um, I even think Co- Coalition. I mean, we know they've they've been putting constant updates out for years. I even think they're what what they do um, is going to be great as well. So I think the entire roster is is definitely on the right path. I'm excited with the direction that Xbox is is going in, and so yeah, I'm I'm fully on board with what they're doing. So yeah, okay. I, mean, I think I think we'll see some some greatness for real. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, the 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 first part of the question, um, I think you kind of touched upon, it, but I just want to just double back. Um, do you foresee them? Because you know, like Xbox has its own strategy when it comes to yeah. how they make games. Just like Nintendo has their way of making games, and what 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 fits them. Sony the same way. Xbox as well is starting to kind of fill out their portfolio in a way that it's like, okay, this is like these type of Xbox games, which in my opinion are really leading to Western RPGs. Um, that I think not many people are realizing. But my question yeah, to you is: Do you do you foresee that? Like, do you foresee them cultivating their Xbox Game Studios um, in a way that it makes their own path, or do you feel like they're going to be similar to what Sony did this gen? Mm, I, I think it's their own path. To be honest, I mean, if you think about what they're doing with with xCloud, I mean, I think they're always going to appeal to having a strong single player with the multiplayer. Um, component strong multiplayer. Uh, I like that they the, the two tiered approach um, to what they're doing. As far as comparing it to the PS3 era, like I, I like to sit, feel like that they're pretty much sculpting their own path. I think mm. the, the 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 industry has changed so much; it's hard to kind of go back to that. I think I, I understand what you're saying in regards right. to um, just having a central focus on a certain type of game. I think I think. Literally, I mean, like I said before, I think they're gonna have uh, something to appeal to everybody. Really, with the with the, the set of games they got coming out. Um, gotcha. If I'm answering this correctly, no, oh, so. no, 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 you are, you are. I'm just, <laughs> and, and it's funny I went to you first because you know of your background. I'm gonna go. I'm actually, I'm gonna go on the opposite side of this when it comes to Omar here. So Omar, to you, what are your thoughts on Xbox Game Studios? Do you feel like are they like are they gonna 
create their own type of, uh, I guess, game or, 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 or have a generation like PlayStation 4 had this gen? And do you believe that any of those studios are capable of making any Game, game of the Year contending games to rival the, the, the top three? Uh, first, I think they're going to go their own path. I don't foresee them going the PlayStation route. We see them focusing on Game Pass. We see them uh, doubling down on uh, uh, Cloud and that thing. And also they, them wanting to focus on multiplayer. Um, as for being Game of the Year, James, uh, um, the, you got a few studios like um, uh, Collusion can make mm. one, but uh, I'm not sure if it can, it can be Gears. I think they need to do something other Different. than Gears okay. to, to showcase like we can make other games than just simply Gears. The one that have the most hype behind it is um, the new studio, the, uh, the initiative. Yeah. Yeah, that can actually be a blockbuster if they do it right. So I'm really interested to see. Also, um, what game? Uh, uh, what about? Game? No, not about uh, the other game. Um, the Table? one that looked Everwild. Everwild. Uh, yeah. Everwild okay. could uh, be a great game. Depends on its gameplay and story because it looked already amazing. Okay. And it's funny because I was. This is the, a mild Omar. I think it's because the latter is here because normally he'd be talking a lot of shit no, right no, now. No, 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 <laughs> but... no. But uh, here is the thing. Um, I. If you want me to say, uh, you said to focus, here's the thing, State of Decay, we don't know how it's going to turn out with Triple three. A. Uh, we need, uh, we need, uh, but it, we need that to be seen. Um, as for, um, what's called, Halo is, uh, is being, is doing Halo stuff. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know if it's going to, to, um, how should I say? Um, reclaim the uh, future space. Uh, no, it's just I'm um, I'm curious. Uh, Halo. Oh, Omar, Omar, let me let me let me break this down for you just real quick. Just do you think any of the Xbox Game Studios will will rival Naughty Dog or Santa Monica? And if so, who do you think those studios will be? I said it's the initiative, but they it's need the to make okay. a damn good game. Okay, and that's just slowly based on the staff that they have acquired. But here is the thing with PlayStation: they uh, they have a portfolio of games that are amazing in one studio alone. So it's not just one game okay. that's amazing. Gotcha. So that okay. yeah, they've tried uh, different genres. It takes, it takes a little bit of time to get on that level. Right, and and that's and that's why I was bringing up the question about the how they're they're I guess nurturing it, nurturing their studios now to prep for yeah. the next generation, just how PlayStation did in the PlayStation Two era for I'm sorry, the Three era for now. But um, that damn, that's a good answer. Let me go to Kofi because this is because Kofi knows where I'm coming from when it comes to this. What are your thoughts 
going on our, our discussions off air and on like now talking about Xbox Game Studios and and that whole uh, nurturing uh, of that st- of, of their studios and seeing whether that will rival the the great studios that you you know love and enjoy. Yeah, th- thanks for having this question. I love this question so much because I think the the least talked about topic when it comes to studios is does the does a platform holder or does a publisher have a vision for a studio to go from a to double a to triple a mm. or for them to maybe maintain the same and for me because i in my head i compare xbox to playstation in terms of quality games over time i i expect that from xbox and right now i don't know how many studios they're planning to go in that direction i know if i'm sitting down with nt and after the fact that um let, let's say that Hellblade 2 comes out, and it's... Do we know for sure if it's AAA? I can't remember. But the whole point I'm trying to make is it doesn't matter about the very next game. It's about the direction that you go over a generation because you want to look back and see how the quality improved. We know that Naughty Dog's great because of how long they how long they've been around. Even somebody a smaller studio like Sucker Punch, we know that they've been around since the N64. Right. So they've been getting this experience over time. If a team shows up a little bit newer and gets a great review, like Playground, that's great. You know, that's really great. The the, the trend typically is that's not true. That yeah, it's a lot of right. people who have, you know, learned a lot and then moved around and then finally you and then you have all this talent, right? You can have all this talent. Then you need the culture, people that believe in the same thing. And that's why I think sometimes when an entirely new studio takes on an old IP, maybe some of the passion isn't there because they didn't all think about it together. Um, I really think a good example of that is Tsushima. I think that Sucker Punch really sat down and, and that's a game they believed that they wanted to make. And, you know, maybe people don't love it, but I think people really like it so well. Um, so if um, State of Decay isn't all that in a bag of chips, that's okay in my mind. What's the hmm. journey for the generation? What's yeah, the okay. journey? I want you guys to be like at the end of the ninth gen. Like, do you guys remember the garbage that they made back in State of the K2, that broken mess that launched? And now they're the premier zombie multiplayer game. Wow. Look at that long-term investment from Microsoft. That's the yeah. conversation we should be having. And you know, and then just to piggyback on that, um, I was I'm a big fan of uh uh of the State of Decay devs because when they 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 first made an Xbox Live Arcade game with State of Decay One, that you know that they got backed um, by Microsoft and then from that jump from literally an indie developer to making State of Decay Two, um, you saw the graphical jump there. It was it wasn't gr- like massive but it was slight and then they were trying to yeah. do this whole this whole like internet co op and and stuff like that but there was limitations to that and then from there the next we're gonna see the next jump. If like we were talking about from from them, and I made a video on this AAA going from indie to AAA, like that process and seeing and looking back, like you said, so that's a, a definitely a good you know good way of you saying it. And then I think even on the PlayStation side, Ghost is a great example of what a studio going through their journey and their experience can become, and the the final point of it, right? So you know, kudos to you, um, let me, Delilah. What, what do you think about this? Being in the industry, do, do you agree with Kofi when it comes to that? transition of of going from like uh, a certain grade of double a triple a whatever or just getting gathering their experience nurturing nurturing that and then making something that you know that everyone will end up enjoying or it being their like make it or break it game oh yeah absolutely i I do expect 
I mean, I look at it like this. Like, what does it mean to be a first-party studio? For each, mm. for each one of those studios, I look at it like that. Like, it's to me, it's a certain level of effort, quality, talent. It has to be top tier, right? That's how yeah. I look at it. it. This is it's like now that you're first-party, um, you you have to put the best out. Like that's how that's my expectation as a gamer. Like I want to see the best coming from these studios. Um, so when, but. What I, what, I, what I think about with who they picked up with, you know, Obsidian, traditionally known for like single player RPG games, In Exile, traditionally known for single player RPG games. Then you got, of course, we know the history of Fable. Then you got Hellblade being the single player action game. Um, and then Compulsion, like all these studios are growing. All these studios have, you know, in, you know, you've seen just them announcing like hiring of top talent. So as a gamer, like I'm suspecting. I'm expecting the best from these from these studios, um, and I think you know we should all you know do the same. Like expect them to to be great. I fully expect them to be great. Um, so, but but we'll see. Only time will tell. No one yeah. can really predict the future. I mean, a lot of people like to judge on what Microsoft is doing like today, as far as the Sea of Thieves and the Grounded. And mm. you know, it's funny because these studios come out come right out and say, okay, yeah, we know that's like a smaller game, but we're working on something else. Just like they did with Obsidian. He, they were like, well, we're working on Avowed. We know Grounded is small, but we definitely work on this 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 new blockbuster um, game. So just just sit tight, hang tight. But it's crazy because you have people still... Thirst, thirsty talk, people, man. <laughs> yeah, people still talking about, well, what about these studios? Or they ain't going to be able to do this, or they ain't going to be able to do that. It's like, mm-hmm. look, I mean... The money is being invested into these studios. It takes time to make great games. And I think the talent is in place. We just got to just, it's just going to take some time for the, for these games to come out. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let me, let's, let's go back to, let's go. My guy, Jubei Sensei, man. I know you, you being a big Xbox guy. When, do, like, when do you think they will make that jump or maybe change the, the perception, at least in our community of, of, xbox game studios or do you feel like that will ever happen um there are always going to be people that are going to talk shit about it regardless of whether they do something good or not i mean that's that's a given um as far as when they need they need games to come out once that happens we'll see that win but microsoft has the problem of hey just wait just i'm tired of just waiting at mm. this point, you know, and a lot same, of people, see, that it's been, you know, for seven years now at this point, it's, it's not, it, it hasn't happened yet. So the onus is on them to actually execute. At this point, there are no more excuses. You have the money, you have the hardware, you're supposedly making the investments there. You don't have another excuse to, to put off the fact that you don't have the games. Can I interject one last excuse, though, to be honest? I mean, they did have a regime change in 2017, so... I mean, mean, they did. They did. That's where the clock starts, though. Yeah, that regime regime change led to them getting the money. So Mm. I don't don't look at that as an excuse. That that is now an additional tool that you have to make this happen. At this point, the only variable they have left is time, and they're running out of that. If we don't start seeing that within the next year to two years i mean we may never see it see, the thing is it's like you say they run out of time I'm like where you going like with people going yeah, to just not buy those games when they come out like i don't where, where I mean, we gonna go I mean, like you, you I mean, know but like people are gonna get tired of waiting i mean like okay the, the regime changed after 2017 five years from 2017 is 2022 so if we aren't if we don't got something 
there by that point, is it ever going to happen? Because like like they 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 won't get that monkey off their back unless they. Yeah, I, I think, think we already got that. Gonna make purchase regardless. So, yeah. go, go ahead, Juve. I mean, sorry, go go ahead, Farrell. I mean, uh, b- before I let you go, though, I just want to just say something real quick. They they bought the studios in 2018, and you know, to make these big games, it takes at least four to five years, at least. So you're time. saying you're saying gamers are not gonna wait. They waited for Final Fantasy VII remake. They're gonna wait. Like if you want, if you want, to, if you want oh, the games. I know, I, well, I know, no, I, I know, hey, I know. But the, the point I'm making is like, if, they're still waiting. They're still right, fucking right. Waiting. Well, partial, partial, right, right. But I'm saying like, if you if you want the the quality games, right, you want Xbox to go in a different direction when it came to how it was in the beginning of the generation. You you can't then just say, well, I want them to make these big blockbuster games, but I also want it now. Like it doesn't work like that. You either you either and I, know. And I didn't say now. I, I gave them two years. It's not a now. They got another yeah. two years. Okay. Like I'm I'm you I'm getting the series X. I'm getting I'm getting the Series X, you know, day one. So uh, I'm a, either I'm gonna be asked out, or I'm gonna be happy. So <laughs> you feel me? Right. So I'm I'm already I'm already hedging my bets on that they are going to do something. Gotcha. I'm saying in case they don't, people that have been waiting move on to PlayStation. They're gonna move on to other things. They're not gonna okay. wait on Xbox to do that for them. They're they're gonna explore other avenues at that point. All right, let me let me let me go to Farrell here, man. Uh, I know you've you've heard other people talk, and, and and you know you can definitely get your opinion on this. But I'm gonna go to you because you being a very big numbers guy when it comes to making things financially make sense. Do you feel like with Xbox Game Studios and the, the different diverse studios that they have, do you feel like next generation? Do you think more there'll be more gamers on the Xbox console, or do you think? You know, is it going to be more spread out because of the different avenues that that Xbox is going with? You know what I mean? Like, do you think some of the PlayStation guys, like like Kofi, like Reg with Nintendo, you think they'll end up copying an Xbox again or no? Do I think X? I don't think. I think that's like a more of a five year question. Like, we have to see what mm. they do. I'm just um, saying, so slowly, saying solely on the base on the games though, because you always say like. Like the Reg yeah, and, and, and Kofi is always talking think, about the game, so I I think that they're gonna claim back a lot of market share by leveraging PC and Game Pass and all those other things, but actually mm-hmm. selling Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S units. Um, I think the S will help them a lot. Um, as far as you know, closing that sales gap, but I I, I do think they still need um some wild titles that 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 people just you know they're just undeniably good like this like everwild looks like it could be that um something that you know um that regardless of of what your uh preference is it's a game that you you know you'll you'll give it a shot um something like that because i feel like like when i look at avowed it's like yeah it's cool but not everybody likes that first person like me i don't care for first person um but you know something like um, Everwild, it caught my interest. You know, State of Decay. Not everyone's in the zombies, even though we know zombies is huge. I think a new IP that people haven't seen that gives a fresh feel. I think it does have potential to be game of the year. And I think um, I'm not sure about a vow because I think people were like, "Oh, we've seen this with Elder Scrolls. We, you know, we we we've seen it before." So it's like, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit harder Fair. when people Fair. like. When they're, their last double game, double A game they made, Obsidian, which is Outer Worlds, was Game of the Year candidate. So you think in their full triple A yeah. campaign, it's not going to be along that? You know, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying, 
but the thing is you you're competing against what people are already kind of expecting from that genre so i'm saying it mm. makes it a little bit harder i think I see. xbox is going to have an easier way towards ma- having a game in a year with a game like everwild when it's something that people haven't seen it's kind of fresh um so people are going into it with a fresh mind and they can say oh this game is really great so you know that's kind of how i think uh Sekiro got game of the year because it was this fresh samurai game. We haven't had a you know a samurai game like that in a long time. It was a fresh, fresh feel, as right. opposed to Halo. When Halo drops, it's going to be compared not only to other shooters in in the genre during that time, but it's going to be compared to past Halos. It's going to be harder yeah. for it to get game of the year consideration because it's gonna it's gonna be judged differently. Yeah. Um, so I think. Uh... I, do you think games like uh, Ghost of Tsushima stand a chance to be game of the year? I think this year is just very competitive. Um, I think Sony did a really good job of, of you know, doing Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, and I think Square Enix did a great job with Final Fantasy VII Remake. I just think it's like you know, and uh, Reggie he announced that he played a game that he's playing. He he said it. He thinks it's a, a game of the year um, candidate. Um, I just I think there's a lot out there, um, you know. Gears Five. There's there's just a bunch of different games that were great this year. So I could it make it? Yeah, but I just think it's gonna be. I don't I don't think there's any clear favorite right now. Um, okay. For a game, to be, I think it's gonna be tight. I think it's gonna be very tight on. It's a, it's a it's a competitive year for sure, and and a competitive just end of generation gaming period. So I I, I agree with you on yeah. that. Um, so Reg, man, you, you, man, form, being a former Xbox guy, um, what are your thoughts after listening to everybody? I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. Will this, will Xbox Game Studios, maybe any of the developers with their different diverse type of games, will, will, will that get you back into the ecosystem? Uh, well, um, yes, some of it, and largely it's because of the path they've taken with service. That will probably get back into the ecosystem. Um, what I'd like to see, and I think it's a bit of a combination of what Pharaoh was saying as well as Kofi, is the idea of, the fact of the matter is, their big hitter games really have an uphill climb. Halo is just going to be very difficult to do. Um, even Hellblade 2 might be difficult to, like, surpass the first one. Uh, whatever they want to do with Gears the next time. Um, but what I don't want to see, and it doesn't feel like Phil is like that. It does seem like he wants to give these other studios a chance. That if the game comes out and it's not a hit, that doesn't mean like they wasted their money. What I I hope that particularly in this last couple of years, these last two generations, what people are starting to realize is that like a kind of surprise hit can come from anywhere. Right? You know, and they don't always have to be making the best games initially to then go on to do something wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh Rocket League had is a sequel, um, and the sequel didn't do numbers. It, it had like a strong fan base, and they had to go out and work hard to like make the sequel. But let's say Microsoft bought the studio that made uh, Psionics. That's who they are. Um, let's say they bought them when they I think it's Superpower Atomic Battle Cars, um, and it didn't do well. Microsoft just drops them. Now we don't ever even probably get Rocket, which is a hit. It I you see. know it was everywhere. Yeah. Um, take Fall Guys, which is by uh, Mediatonic, I think is what their name is. Um, the UK studio who did Gears Pop, um, who also did, oh, I think they did the remake for a dating sim about pigeons. Um, <laughs> but then they went on to make Fall Guys a hit. 
um, all of these like hits are starting to come out of very unknown places. Um, Steam for the last couple of years has always been a place to get yourself an Undertale, a Stardew Valley, um, so forth and so on. And you can always find these sort of gems that take the world by storm. Um, and they're not huge AAA titles um, because you know we're always going to get them. They'll always be your Last of Us. They'll always be your Metal Gears. Um, but the the point is. You've got to be able to believe and trust in the studios to give you something. Um, Fortnite wasn't a hit until it was. Right? Like the game, when the game was announced, it looked interesting, but if it just sold to save the world, Fortnite would not be the biggest game on the planet. It, it just wouldn't. Um, it's the Battle Royale that they kept with and kept going to, um, and that's what made it the biggest game in the world. What I don't want to see is Microsoft if they have some disappointing results from some games, kind of push those games by the wayside. Yeah. Um, believe in these studios. Like you Rise. Spent a lot of money on them. So let's, like, let's use them and make sure that, you know, understand that I don't, I don't think there's a real exact science to gaming as there was maybe uh, three generations ago or like during the PS1 era um, or PS2 era sort of thing where like even though in that time people were much more experimental, um, I think there was a level of success you could measure for certain. I don't think you can do that now because, like, us on this panel could make a game and it could be the world's biggest game. And no one really foresaw that 20, 30 years ago. It just wasn't how... It's not how game development worked. Um, yeah, because, because the... Because they had... Like years years ago, like the developers of the consoles, like back in the Atari day, had a goddamn fucking death grip around uh, publishing rights. Absolutely, absolutely. So now that we're in an open realm, and you know, we as kids who grew up playing these games now make the games we wanted to play. Um, you you never know where success can come from, and I I think companies are taking notice. I think they're seeing it. Um, and they're paying attention, and they're watching, and making sure, like, or hoping that they can have a game that's their next. Like, just imagine a world where Microsoft, and I mean, I know they bought this, um, but imagine a world where, like, uh, Mojang, Mojang Studios was a Microsoft studio from the jump. And all the Minecraft money went directly into Microsoft's pocket. Um, you know, that's a whole different space. And right now, none of the big three really have really had, I think, in the last couple of years like that, that that kind of indie hit. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm wrong. I take that back because I think Cuphead was. Um, and so was Ori. Um, so they, they are out there. But like, like an Ori, they believed in Ori. It got good reviews. There's an Ori 2. There might be an Ori 3. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but there's room for all of these games to exist. And I'm hoping that companies are starting to realize they don't have to make $10 million in a week. Okay, I see. Nor do they have to cost $500 million to make. Um, you can do a lot with a little. And it, it seems to me that Phil, he's basically the Reggie of Xbox. Um, like, he seems to at least portray that he believes. And that he's going to be like, I got you guys. And we're, we're going to put out entertainment for you guys and, and, and we're not going to give up on a studio just because they had a bad show yeah all right i i see what you're going you're kind of kind of going along with what kofi is saying about the the 
the little bit of nurturing process. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, a blockbuster right away. But it, it, as long as it's showing some uh, some growth to it, and that, that's what really matters. And I feel like Game Pass, in a way, is a little bit of a safety net for those type of games. You know, that, like that way they don't have to fear completely about failure. Just be like, you know what? I mean, at least from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing more of a um, artistic and creative freedom that these Xbox studios um, are, are having now with these different type of games. I don't think you've ever seen this, at least as Xbox fans um, from Xbox, like just, just literally all these different type of games, not just it's no longer the shooter box. It's, like, I'm watching Psychonauts 2 and this is an Xbox studio. You see what I'm right. saying? Like that's. That's that's not that's that's weird to say that, but it, it is the future going going forward. But about let's go to Dante, you you being more of a a PC PC guy um, slash pretty much anything anything anti Xbox. What's your take on this? Do you foresee it um, being different for you when it comes to the Xbox experience or maybe even these studios that uh, that Xbox has? The fuck is this? Uh, if I'm anti Xbox, why the fuck have I got an X right there? I'm, you know what I mean. Anyway, so as far as, as well, first of all, let me hit these in. Let me hit these in numbers. First of all, as far as um, Xbox hitting a game of the year game, mm-hmm. it's absolutely possible. Though I think we, I think, I think the problem with game of the year is like like a lot of these award shows. A lot of the awards are subjective. Right, but I mean they didn't have any at all this generation so far. So. Well, what do you mean? Even, no, you mean? even nomination. No, nomination. No, 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 no. You're missing. You're missing my point. Like, okay. I, I think, I think, I think the the subject of what is game of the year is it's not a good litmus test for how good a studio is. Agreed. Okay. It it isn't like n- not at all. Like for God's sake, if we look at last year, was it last year? No, it was like two years ago, 2018, I believe. Um, the Game Awards show. Fucking Red Dead Redemption 2 now fucking sweep the entire goddamn show. But Game of the Year went to the to God of War. Which honestly, uh, on a, as a whole, in my opinion was the right call, but in a lot of other people's opinion wasn't the right call. People think Red Dead Redemption should have won Game of the Year that year. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, on a lot of on a lot of other sites, it did win Game of the Year over God of War. So but I mean if we look at if we look at the quality of um, Rockstar's games, like the the game itself is a fantastic quality, but then you look at what they've done with it recently, especially with Red Dead Online, and like same thing could be said about um, Grand Theft Auto Five with the online component. It's it's not a fantastic game because of what they've done with it. Like, Game of the Year is completely subjective and not and and not indicative of um, a company's. Um, a company's pedigree. Like, if, uh, I'll use an example. Like this year, I don't think The Last of Us t- Part Two should be sniffing anywhere near the topic or conversation of Game of the Year. I think Ghost of Tsushima should, but I don't think uh, I don't think uh, The Last of Us Two should be anywhere near that point. Uh, near that point of contention. Um, now, have they? Do I think now? If we're going to talk about the general topic of Will they enter the topic of the game of, of uh, game of the year? And that's yeah, what I mean. they've yeah yeah no no I know what you mean. I'm just I'm just breaking this down as much as I can. Yes, they they absolutely could. 
because they've got a lot of studios that could make game that that can make games for them. So like by averages, by by the law of averages, they definitely have a chance to do that. Um, if I was to point to anybody, I think could make a game of the year uh, for them that I feel that I feel would would be game of the year because if we're looking at their pedigree, but as we've learned from Naughty Dog, learning uh, like even if you look about look at their uh, previous body of work doesn't guarantee success in the future or a good game in my opinion um is obsidian like obsidian has uh, ha- in the past has done uh, a number of games that i like um like knights of the old republic um Veg- new vegas out of worlds i they, they've done a number of great titles yeah so i think that they they they're, they're right now in the in the in the space of game, in the space of studios they have, I think out of all of them, they're the ones with the clear, with the clip. Uh, uh, they they stand out from the rest of best the pack. In yeah, they've got the best shot. They're the ones who stand out yeah. from the rest of them. Because again, like I said, and it comes down to get it comes down to um a, the the whole conversation of game of the year being a subjective one. I don't, I, I don't, I didn't like Gears Five. Like, I think the multiplayer is solid as a yeah. motherfucker, but I don't think the story is fantastic. I don't think the story is great. Um, it felt to me, it felt like they sh- they ran two uh, games in one. Um, I don't think game of the year is important. Also, I, I think providing an experience that you can't get elsewhere is is more important. Right. I mean, like as as gamers, what I'm talking about for when it comes to you don't think the developers. They don't try to reach for that, at least. No, it should. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, no, no. I mean, but like, if you're a developer, and you know what I mean, like, ego aside and all that, you know, they, it's their baby, it's their art. You don't want to be nominated for awards, yeah. like it's. I feel you like know, they do. Like, you want to pop? You want to come to work and pop champagne bottles? Exactly. It's like we are the shit, yeah, and this yeah. is why. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me. Then here's here's my thing with the problem with the problem with with that with that said mindset mm-hmm. is. Then that, as soon as you are given that award, the ne- the 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 question that's next is the worst question to ever ask. What next? Mm. Okay, because now you have set this expectation that you have got a game of the year game. So from now on, but you if you're a winner, you game. keep doing it. Winners you keep don't, doing it. You don't you know, always win, though. True, like, exactly. But you want to achieve that, one. at least get like, close to it. Like it's good to it's good to be recognized for your work. It's absolutely fucking great to be recognized for your work. But again, you turn around and say the popping champagne moment. That like let, let let's use um let's use Studio MD for a second. The guys behind Cophead. Mm-hmm. Like like fucking great fantastic game. They pop champagne they pop champagne the moment they actually fucking finish that game. Exactly. Because they, because they because of how much they put into it. Then they I'm sure they put more champagne when the game sold like over a million goddamn copies. I mean that's that's different like, levels though. That's different levels. You're talking about like an indie studio that's really focused on survival and getting money. But I'm talking about something like like from software. Last time remember we did our live show and I was so happy that they finally won one. And you saw how oh, happy yeah. they were on the stage? That's what I mean. Like a studio with that pedigree building up to be finally recognized amongst their peers, like officially. Like I feel like I don't know, maybe maybe because I, I don't know. We might disagree on that. I, I know it's not as important, but I feel like if you are a studio trying to be triple A and you're going against the other studios to have a game of the year game, Sekiro, I think that's dope. You know, that's me personally though. Like you want to be Grammy nominated. Like the not like right. the nomination is important. Yeah, to so, respect to your peers. I, I agree, but I think I understand where Dante's coming from because, and 
you know, I had to keep bringing it up. But I think what you want to avoid, Fair, you mentioned Grammy, I was thinking Oscars, but you want to avoid how movies are made for the Oscars. Mm. Where they're very clear movies that are just Oscar yeah. bait movies. I see. I see. And so, like, because yeah. as as cool as the last, the second one, Last of Us Two, is, it does feel like the Oscar bait movie. That's appeal. a that's a good that's a good point. I, yeah, yeah. I, I see what I see hey. what you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, hold on, now, and especially with right? the HBO series. Exactly. Yeah. Dante didn't know more. Go ahead. Yeah, then there's one there's one thing, and I, I have to disagree with our guest that we should expect greatness. We should never expect greatness. We should be we should mm. be in art. We should we should never expect greatness. I, I and I'll admit this. I fucking hated that tagline for the PlayStation Five. I should never expect greatness. I should be surprised by greatness. I should be enamored by greatness i should be awestruck by greatness i shouldn't expect greatness because the moment you put that fucking uh what the moment Maybe I you use the term greatness i probably should use the term quality yeah you did quality. actually use greatness i said i shouldn't have used greatness right. i said i probably shouldn't have used that term greatness yeah. i mean yeah. i completely forgot it was a tagline for sony um yeah, yeah. <laughs> expect oh, quality. No, you get fired <laughs> Sorry about that. Quality, quality should be a given, like no matter what studio. Well, aside from Bethesda, we all know that's buggy. Um, we don't need Bethesda but, anymore. I got Obsidian. Yeah, like quality should be one of those things that is yeah. that is expected. It's like literally the fucking. It's literally rule number one: quality. Okay. Because the moment, like it, it's it's like the, the 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 do's and do nots of game development. Number one: quality. Um. But like, like I said, I, I feel like we should never expect greatness from a studio. I don't expect greatness from Obsidian. I don't expect greatness from uh, Double Fine. I don't expect greatness from the Coalition. I don't even expect... And th this is one thing I feel like we should take a step back. Like, we're, we're talking about, like, are this, we're talking about this, this studio, the... the um, uh, what was this? Apparently, the 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 trip, the four, the trip, the quadruple A studio. What was it called again? The initiative. The initiative. The initiative. Thank you. I keep forgetting the the name. Like, I don't expect greatness from them because I don't know what, what do they've got. What do it's a lot of pressure though. They're, they're thing, built. They're built to go against should, the, the, the 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 top, like the big boys. That's what they're that's made thing, for. Though, you shouldn't. You shouldn't expect anything. You should see what they have, and mm. then make your then make your judgment. On what you're given, because the gotcha. moment, the because the biggest the biggest thing to work against video games, movies, and stuff is the power of the human imagination. I could imagine in my mind, I could imagine be better games than ninety percent of studios out there, but they're the ones making them. So that's right. why I need to temper my own expectations. Gotcha. That's why I should temper my own expectation of greatness. And if they give me something really fucking great. Then I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm going All to right. enjoy it more. Like Ghost of Tsushima, I didn't go into Ghost of Tsushima expecting, uh, really expecting anything. I saw what they gave me. I'm like, okay, let me see how this plays. And I fucking, I love this game. I think this game is a beautiful game that should be, in my opinion, is over The Last of Us Part Two as far as Game of the Year contender and all and, like, and all of the accolades. Gotcha. But if I'd gone, if if I'd gone in there thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to, uh, I'm gonna be able, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in cities, I'm gonna be able to walk around the rooftops of a Japanese funeral cities, I'm setting myself up for failure there. I'm setting myself up and that studio up, and it's not fair on them. So just be more, you just stay staying with the cautious exposed uh, approach. But I, but I, I initiative that <laughs> we got we got a chat we got a uh, we got a chat um, question. 
Zero Hanma, shout out to you. Shout, shout out to everybody in the chat, too, man. Make sure y'all karate chop that like button. I appreciate you guys checking it out. Um, he says, FC, ask your panel, what exactly is quality in a video game? Simple answers only. So, Dante, to you, does, what is quality? It does a fucking blue screen. Like, it, it functions the way as intended. Like, okay. the, the, and you can't use the goddamn Tom Howard fucking excuse. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Like, gotcha. that to me is, when I, when I, when I hear quality... I want I want to make sure that this game does not blue screen. It does not crash. Fuck Unreal Engine Four. I'm going to continue to fucking rag on mm. that engine. Like it, that that to me is the basis of quality. Gotcha. Is All right. It's, it's basically polish. Polish. All right. I'm going down the list. Delilah, what is what is a a quality game to you? A quality game for me is fun gameplay all around. Mm. Just fun gameplay, engaging, great story, great multiplayer. Just for me is to me, that's quality. Like when you're just engaged in the game from beginning to end, first thirty seconds, nail that, loop that. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Farrell. Uh, to me, quality is a game that it comes out complete without any or many issues. Like I'm, I, I know an occasional bug might make it through, but it shouldn't be anything that drastically impacts the quality of the game. I, th- I should be able to play the game and enjoy it for what you designed it to be from the moment I pop it in. Gotcha. Omar? Quality game is a game that is polished, that have a great or amazing story, or actually also a game that makes you, at the end of the game, makes you want to have a podcast to discuss how amazing that ending for a game is or how polarizing the ending of the game is to discuss its character, to discuss its gameplay and story. Gotcha. Okay, okay, I see that. Jube. Um it's gotta be finished. Uh, it has to be fun. Uh, I mean it has to leave some kind of impression on you. Like you play and you're like, eh, you know. You can live without it, then it has to resonate with you. Make you think back. That was fun to play. Some of you are going to talk to your friends. Gotcha. Okay, so so that's what Omar said. One second. If you said it had to be finished, do do we then take out a game of the life service? Because games of the life service are never finished in the sense of. They always have to fix things. What I what I mean is charging you for features that are already on the list. Okay. Okay. And uh, let's see, Reg, then Kofi. Um, simple answer, just fun. I, I just think a quality game is a fun game. Uh, but I mean, by its default, I mean by the very definition of the name, right? It's a game. Right. You should be enjoying this. Um. Yeah, just fun. It should it should just be a fun game to play. That's and last but not least, Kofi. Um, I'm gonna say polished, but take it a little bit deeper. It needs to be polished both in design and in performance. So if we're talking frame rate, if we're talking load speeds, that's one thing. But if your gameplay loop is missing some sort of clear aspect that would make quality of life much easier, I, I also consider that something that shouldn't have been cut or should have been reconsidered during the development process. So, yeah, th- those two levels for sure. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah, just, sorry, I'll, I'll boogie, I'll boogie um, asked, uh, bottle, bottle this. Uh, has there been any 
uh, game, this gen has zero issues. I'd say, and the best way I can describe uh, how how I how I view like quality as far as like a game coming out when I say that I want games to like not be absolute fucking messes is there's a difference between like issues and Fallout seventy six. <laughs> that's what I love that, that, that all the time. Like, you fall on yeah. seventy six bad quality? Okay, that's Ooh, pretty bad. That's, is that the is that the new barometer? Like, now? like maybe we should use that. You know, I'm all about okay. Alright, that's what's up. All right, so um. Let's 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 shift gears here to the. I mean, I don't know if we'll get to the third topic. So we'll get to the. I guess basically the last topic, but just to end on the Xbox topic. The reason why I said this, uh, made this topic, or even because we've been debating along, you know, going along. I feel like next generation is going to be a different generation for primarily Xbox gamers and and what they're used to, because there's going to be so many different type of games from these developers to try out that I feel like it's starting. It will start to change. I guess that narrative. There's no, like people say Xbox has no games. I feel like that will slowly go away when they actually see these different type of games, especially Obsidian being a, a powerhouse that they were that they're gonna show that they are. And I think you know it's in the pudding with with Outer Worlds, Game of the Year candidate, Ground is doing well, and then Avowed is Avowed is gonna do crazy numbers. Watch. Um. So there you go. So let's get let's get to these last topic. Aeon must die. What the hell is going on with this game, man? The dark side of gaming. I'm going to go with Delilah being in the industry and all. Do, first of all, do you even know like, about the Aeon Must Die situation? And if you do, like, oh, man, is, I this, I, oh my God. is this a common thing? Or, like, please, please, uh, you know, educate just uh, the fans out there or, or the listeners. Is this commonplace? Like, how does this even happen? How about, okay, how about I'll give I'll, because I really can't go that deep. So, okay. how about you just explain to people that's listening I'll do that. what's going on with yeah? All right. So actually, I'm, a, I'm a, for those who don't watch. I'm gonna put this up because I think Kofi brought it. I'm just gonna read a quick blurb here. Um, so it says Sony State of Play. This is all occurred on Sony State of Play August 6th. I'm gonna play the video of Aeon Must Die, which is a video game, right? It's, it's, it says here, a game created by people oh, in June of 20. Oh, hello. What's that? It was weird. Yeah. Actually, good. Go, Kofi, you don't want this, so you probably know more. Go, go yeah, ahead. What is I was going to say a couple things. Um, I sent you a link in the Discord that is the original video that was made by the developers, really? um, which is okay. different from what aired in the state of play. And I'm really glad we have maybe a few minutes to discuss this because I know, first of all, we love the console it war. It's really fun and entertaining. The amount of data that's available in this is really what we should be yelling about uh, because it, it's a tale of two villains wow um, and i'm gonna try to best convey that there's a lot of data here i did a lot of reading i did some watching yeah but just real, um, real quick kofi i just want to uh, before you continue it says here aeon must die original version truth in description wow okay go ahead yeah and we can also have you read that description but i'm, I'm gonna try to give you uh, what was basically collected in a series of documents and placed on dropbox by the employees the original developers for aeon must die uh, this is kind of long, so I, I kind of I'm going to read the couple of paragraphs, and then if you guys are curious, we'll jump back and forth. Okay. okay. Sony's state of play is happening on August 6th. One of the planned announcements, AM, AM Must Die, AMD, a game created by who in June of 2020 were forced to leave their former studio, Limestone Games, along with its founder and creative director. Their reasons were unbearable work conditions with endless crunch harassment, abuse, corruption, and manipulation. When the team acquired an attorney to figure out the truth behind all of the conflicting information and pressure, it was also discovered that the company and their entire IP was covertly taken from the founder. 
multiple attempts at establishing dialogue and remedying the situation internally were shut down by the management and majority shareholders. Now, there is a ton of data, but the, the long story short, and we can extrapolate, is all of the developers on the team quit. They all submitted their resignations, and all of their resignations and um, their complaints are gathered on Dropbox. So certain employees, I read some of the, the testimonials. Some of the people were a little bit new to the industry. They had just gotten out of college maybe two years ago, late 2018, um, decided to take an internship, was promised payment, and then wasn't paid. Um, th that was the art director. The 2D animation lead came on and did various animations, was uh, allegedly sexually harassed. She was one of the only females on the team. Uh, but you know, her main concern was all of her other team teammates became miserable. But it, it, there's so many layers to this because when a company is like a Limestone Games is doing poorly, um, often there's another party involved that can help you, the publisher. And that's where the, the second villain comes in. So the, the CEO of Limestone Games basically hired a friend, a COO, and that COO had the original idea for the game. The, the CEO eventually took the rights of that IP and then tried to just give um, new contractors uh, a game to make. And that's what we saw at the state of play. The issue is the developers that work at Limestone Games communicated to the publisher, which is called, oh my gosh, that's right there in the beginning. I'm sorry, there's so much. Focus, isn't it? Home focus, home focus, home something focus. like this. Yeah. So they communicated to Home Focus that, hey, we have a, a lot of information we'd like to convey to you, and we want you to uh, investigate the situation as our publisher uh, through, to our leadership. This is the right way to do this. And they allegedly, um, there's evidence of this mail being sent, just you know, scooted it under the rug. And when all this came out and big YouTubers talked about it, you know, Young Ye included, they they had a statement saying, oh, you know, we we believe in all of our developers and we're going to investigate this. But this is literally because of the outrage. This was communicated to them allegedly months ago. And why this is so big is another development team had the same issue. Wow. Okay, so the name of that development team is called Frogwares. Frogwares apparently had um, a detective game um sherlock holmes that was available on ps3 ps4 and apparently the same publisher took took their ip so that they couldn't make game sales any longer on playstation network and various other platforms so there's evidence within the last year that that, that complaint from frogwares that developer was in september of last year just 12 months ago so where there's smoke there's fire and I, you know, I see people online marketing, you know, retweeting, oh, Aeon looks really cool, really cool. I think it's our job to, like, let people be educated about some of the stuff going on because there's just so much documentation here, videos, and they, they've redacted some information here on these links because they're, they're seeking legal action, but apparently there's evidence of recorded conversations. It, 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 like, you could spend an entire day just getting all this stuff. So I know I said a lot. Right. Um, but it's just it's just a serious issue that's so obvious in my opinion, and I and guess I just think, wanted to. And, and, the, and this, this oh, do you think someone knew about this? I I don't think so. Uh, I don't want to blame them yet. We, we already have two bad apples in a row with yeah. the the owner of the de development studio and then their direct publisher. And PlayStation is just trying to you know make a profit off of 
whatever they already paid, I guess, to be available on State of Play. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly how that works. Yeah, so but, I'm yeah, almost. It's a, a full on multiplayer. I wouldn't put it on Sony. Yeah, no. I don't. I, I don't. I think it's kind of impossible to only because Sony's a large corporation. They know what they're doing. Um, there's simply a level of plausible deniability you have to take on these certain. Things. Sony is the company is probably just not at all engaging with many of the studios that appear on their system. Their general concept is: Will it break anybody's PS4? No. Yeah. Cool enough. Let's move forward with it. Um, but also on the off chance that somebody did know at Sony, like we'll probably never know, and they will claim plausible deniability right. because they have no control over what other publishers do. They can't. They and. You don't, as a Sony, a Microsoft, or Nintendo, probably also doesn't want to investigate that because now you have to do it for every company. And that mm-hmm. opens you up to liability. The moment you know things are going on, you your name can now appear in a lawsuit. And they yeah. definitely don't want any of that. Or want, don't want to have to deal with it. That's, that just opens up a lot of, um, I guess, you know, like, you know, can of worms. And I'm going to go to Delilah, Delilah here. So after hearing Kofi and uh, about what's going on. It seems like this is the second time this has happened that we know of. How present is this in the industry? Um, what can you tell us about this type of situation? And your opinion? Uh, I, I can't speak on is that just IP ownership in general is very fickle, right? Because if if let's say a company owns the IP, they have every right to hire a different development team to support that IP because they own it, right? They can they can get any set of developers to work on that that game. That's like um you have people working on Metroid, even though Nintendo owns the IP, they can send that that development to well, a different team, right? So I, of course, I don't agree with the, you know, the abuse stuff, the corruption and the working conditions and stuff like that. To me, that's egregious. And, and then hopefully, you know, it's a huge lesson learned industry wide that, you know, pay people for their work and, you know, treat people um, ethically and, and stuff. So this is this is going to man. I, and this game looks so great, too. I was so good. hyped when I saw yeah, it. Oh, my gosh. Um, So it's, it's just unfortunate. And I, I just hope that something positive come out of all of this to be to be honest with you but do you, yeah. do you think that this will lead to i guess um some type of um protection when it comes to the the, the developers in the industry you, i mean do you think that maybe like if more people were to know about like this type of situation where do you think they'll start to unionize or no yeah or is there any rumors of that I know that's been a thing with the gaming industry yeah. in general, as far as like you you hear people even in the like gaming media talk about unionizing and same thing with developers, you know, with, with crunch and stuff talking about unions. Um, I mean, I think you sh- people need to do everything they can to protect themselves as far as like their their work happens, work life and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we can only hope that something good coming from this. And I mean, I hate to generalize everything, but yeah, okay. And I know you can't say too much, but I was just, I was just curious. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going straight to you, Omar. I'm actually going straight to you. You can ask your question, but I definitely want to go to you because you being a fan of Crunch and fan of all these type of things that developers go through, what is your opinion on this? You might want to, you might want to clarify that one because, like, with, with what we're talking about, and then saying that Omar is, a fan he is a fan of, of Crunch. I'm just, I'm just, I'm going for his knees, obviously. Right, right, right. No, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Omar is not a fan of abuse, but he is a fan of crunch that could lead to abuse. Anyway, Omar. 
I know, I'm messing with you, man. This is horrible. I'm okay with I'm okay with crunch if it's done correct. Mm. In the sense of if you you do you you work double but you get paid extra. You get me? Like overtime. Yeah, you pay for that, that overtime, yeah. Overtime, yeah. Not always. There's a certain point that overtime no, tends to cap though. There's, there's, if you're salary, you're not gonna get overtime pay. Oh, true. Yeah, I think that was one of the. I think that was one of the problems with um, uh, CD Projekt Red. Like some of them were being. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, American developer mentioned about it. They were working crunch time overtime, but didn't get paid as much or if any because no, like they were that, trying to push out. Salary. Yeah, yeah salary. salary. What you work is what you get paid an extra for your effort. I'm yeah, Omar, of- Omar, indie gamer is saying step out of the closet or the wall. You're speaking like you're <laughs> speaking through a wall. Get that insulin at your mouth, oh. damn it. Well, you're not far away. Oh, wait a second. Better yeah. now? There you go. Yeah, much better. Uh, let me just turn off my my. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Um, I just, everything that has been said uh, during uh, what Coffee stated, I legit hate. Because, um, and I don't know if Delilah can speak about it, but I have the, um, the hunch that this is not the first time that this thing have ever happened. I believe, I believe, yeah, Kofi said that the second time, but I believe it happened more often than not, but we just never find out about these things. Also, uh, social media exists. Now, yeah. it's super duper easy to expose a person or a company for their, uh, um, yeah, uh, lack of a word, uh, fuckery uh, against uh, an individual or, or an entire company by itself. So I really hope that some changes happen to this, uh, to the industry as a whole, because um, men and women should be protected and feel safe at work. Should not be sexually abused. Should not be abused in general, and just be respected uh, as a developer, because um, developing is a really hard job to do. It takes a lot of time, and in the end, you play a game for sixty. Uh, 30 hours, 20 hours you complain about because it's too short or sometimes too long and then you move on forward. But mm-hmm. people, they work in games five, six years, four years, years five yeah. years. We, we, we always talk delays, ah, delays, this, delays, that. A game has been uh, worked on for five years, four years. It should come out. We don't, uh, it's, it's, Unless we have worked in the industry ourselves, it's very hard to uh, always stop and think, oh, yeah, shit. Uh, games like uh, Last of Us, like Uncharted, like this, these take four to five years to make. You're constantly working on one project for sometimes months or sometimes years just to make that one animation work. And I really hope for an industry change as a whole, because this is not okay. 
Dante, what's your take on this? I saw you shake your head when I was talking about unionization. What do you feel like your opinion on this? And you, is there any way that us as gamers could even try to, I don't know, do something about this? Like because like Delali said, the game looks great. And I know gamers who probably do not have the knowledge of this are still gonna buy it. What do we do, Dante? Right there, right there is right there, right there is is the problem. Right there, what do we do? Easily, easy. It, it, we spread the word, we let everybody know, and we speak with our wallets. It's the oldest goddamn fucking thing that you can tell people to do. You speak with your goddamn wallets. Alright? God. It's it, it, it sad that I gotta keep... It's sad that someone has to keep saying this. Like, what do we as gamers do? The answer will always be the same. Speak with our wallets. We also gotta speak about it, because... Oh, I, no, I, we can, no, speak I don't know it. any other podcast actually even mentioned this, honestly. I don't, like, I don't know no, if you guys... Like, no, like you, you say, what what can we as gamers do about this, uh, about this game and what they're doing? Easy, yeah. don't buy the don't buy the damn game. Yeah, like just just straight up, like it's the it's the oldest goddamn excuse. Like, um, it's the oldest thing that we the we can do, and it's the most effective. You know why? Because what what's the one universal thing these these companies believe in? Money, money. That's it. Like everything, as as much as we all like, as much as a lot of people like to think, as 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 much as people like to turn around and say, "Oh, we are we are customer driven." It's same with Xbox. Oh, they they're good for the they they're being good mm-hmm. to the customers. That is secondary to the almighty dollar. Mm-hmm. That is secondary. All right. As far as all of this abuse and crunch, I've always turned around and said, "I don't I don't agree with crunch unless it's voluntary crunch." Mm. And, and what I mean by that is, like, if if I was working on a game and like, I, I, and I'm close to finishing this thing, like, I, I know I'm close to it, so I'm gonna stay like a couple of hours after uh, after yeah. my my shift's done, and I because I, I just want to get this done. The straight that, desire that, and passion to finish. I don't I don't mind because that would that would be considered crunch, but I don't I don't mind that oh, thing because that's on a that's on a per individual basis. Gotcha. But I don't I don't like the corporate overlords say, uh, bringing their thumbs down and saying. You must you must finish this game because delaying a game isn't always the bad thing. Now, the, sometimes delaying a game can be fucking awful. Duke Nukem Forever, like, but delaying delays are not inherently a bad thing. Right. Um, okay. um, as far as as far as as far as the unionization thing, as far as the unionization thing, the problem. With the idea of union of uh, of a of a unionize uh, of unionizing is purely a cultural thing, and and mm. and not just not just like country wise, but also studio wise. Like each each studio has th- their own kind of innate subculture within them. So like maybe maybe one development team uh let's just let's just turn around and say naughty dog the or um, i'm trying to think of uh, a, a more vi- a more uh, viable thing uh, you know i'll just throw two names out there let's just say that naughty dog the team at naughty dog union unionized okay one dude leaves and then he's he's going over to say rockstar they have no union anymore so he loses uh, all of I that see. net Okay. So, like, the, the, so for for the idea of unionization amongst game developers, like, you'd have to have every single studio in the world. Uh, maybe, maybe not on an, and maybe, yeah, maybe not on an indie level because with indies, it's it's very much um, 
it's very much a I wouldn't say dog eat, uh, dog eat dog, but like it, it's more of a survival thing yeah. because you're you're working on a limited on a limited scope scope and budget. But like all of these, all of these uh, companies, like uh, sorry, yeah, you'd have to have all these companies like from software, Obsidian, uh, Rockstar. You'd have to have every single game developer in all of Be these agree to unionize. Gotcha. Okay. And that that right there is what I would almost consider an impossible task. I don't think that is ever going to happen. Now, it, all of this is going to be affected on a per on a per company basis. Like, are we going to add in new guidelines? Are we going to add in like new standards and practices? Like, that's that's I can see that happening, but just not on a on a on a on a grand scale. That's going to happen to a number of studios and. And anything else? As far as like these, uh, these, these developers have my un- undying support. I, yeah. I hope this lawsuit goes through, and um, uh, we turn around and say that we don't usually wish for the death of a company, but fuck focus. Yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully we know what if they're gonna go with a different name or something like that. Hopefully, um, they do. You know, us as gamers, knowing what they did with this work, and it's actually their work that is being shown. That we go and show them love, then you know, love whether it be Kickstarter, wherever it is, just to okay. Show the appreciation that way. I got a kind of rant here. I'm sorry, you, Jaru, please, please, for the love of God, get your head out of your ass. Consumers don't have as much power as we're led to believe. I'm sorry, we do. We do. The almighty dollar is the thing. That is that that right there is the reason why, and it's the same with microtransactions. It's one of the reasons why the microtransactions are in games is because. If their games don't do as well, they can still milk that fucking audience. It's like what fall again. We bring it up because it's the perfect example of what not to do. When Fallout seventy six had that fucking subscription thing, they weren't getting the money they wanted. They weren't getting all the all the things they wanted. So they added microtransactions and they had that fucking subscription service to milk that little fuck to milk whatever cows and whales they had in that game. Okay, I will also give you another good example of when consumers voice their opinion. Ghostbusters 2016. Okay, nobody like no fan of the original Ghostbusters cared for that movie. Wanted we wanted a sequel to the we wanted a sequel. Guess what? The film tanked, and now we're actually getting what we wanted. Yeah, there you go. Again, we have we have Sonic Sonic's remodeling. Sonic's redesign exactly. Yeah, that was all fan. Like, no, that is not Sonic. That's not my Sonic. And then they fixed it. And, yeah. uh, that, I don't yeah, even remember what the whole song looked like. That was uh, like, I don't think it was He looked like, uh, what's that? What's that? What's, it, was what's like, that? Knuckles? Uh, what's that? Knuckles that you always like, you know, Kofi always put like those pictures with the CD. You know, oh, Ugandan Knuckles? Ugandan Knuckles. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, let me all. Do you know the way? Exactly. It's like, let me go back to actual Kofi because. You brought this actually. Um, you actually posted that blurb, but we didn't really get your take on this. What is your opinion Man. of this after seeing what we see and and what others have said in the in the in the panel? So, from a practical standpoint, I 100% agree with Dante. Talk about it where you can. Share the knowledge. Speak with your wallets. Emotionally, I'm just pissed. I, yeah. I just. I, I feel like it's a poison to gaming, and typically, I, I guess in my head, I think if you're a, a development studio and you have a publisher you trust, man, that must be such a great relationship, because yeah. you can just do what you love and not worry about like taking care of your family. 
It's just disgusting to me. Um, I, I think I forgot to mention it, but um, when the developers had their formal information sent to the publisher, the publisher in turn reported it to the company's leadership, and then he t in turn threatened them, and what is also contained in this Dropbox. Man, so, talk to these guys. Yeah, yeah and that's right. It's like a like I said, it's two different entities, both doing bad, and I want to be equally upset with both of them. Um, yeah, I just overall just I don't know, man. It's devastating to hear something like this because all these people they have a they have a dollar and a dream. You're coming out of college, you get all this debt. You're like, wow, somebody actually wants to hire me to do something I I care about. And then you get screwed over. And you, this guy was he said one of the um animators who came on he was being talked to and taking leadership positions even though he was only an intern. So you could tell that there was wow. a, a churning cast of employees. And then at the very wow. end, the CEO personally told him that he wasn't sure his work was to be paid for. So I'm not going to pay you. I want the CC, uh, the, uh, the COO to pay you. So I don't, I don't know if I went into more detail, but the CEO basically brought on the person who owned the original IP. And um, he was supposed to have like a CFO. You know, he's supposed to have like five different major roles under, under the owner. He only had right. one and expected him to do all five. And then... <laughs> Took the, you know took the IP and sold it to other you know made other contractors do the work, but like I don't I don't know there's just so many hurt instances here that I'm I'm just glazing over and I, I would ask yeah. you take your time to look at the link definitely um, read it definitely read, read it, it it's just more than I, I'm saying I can't even cover it all uh, FC I just uh, as a, as a big hearty fuck you from me to them I just sent you something in a DM would you mind please putting this on screen I don't care if you put it over my camera just put it on screen for me. Gotcha. Do you think uh, uh, they can take back ownership to the game? Uh, that would have to be oh, done through the publishers. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, right. so for me, for me, just thinking about this, like, th sorry, this GIF just speaks to how I feel about these guys <laughs> now. Um, here's the thing: if if it is the company, because I think our guest mentioned this before, if the company owns the IP. As much as as much work as they had put into it, yeah, I don't think legally they would have a leg to stand on. Can't do shit. Unfortunate one. Yeah, that's 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 see that's yeah, the that, dark that, that, side that, of that. business, man. It's it's just like the record. You know how like the music industry, same thing. You know, if you don't own well, you your can, masters, when you yeah. when you come with an idea. When you come with an idea, you better you better you know protect you that idea. That shit on contract. As soon as you come yeah. up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Make sure you copyright that fucking idea before. Yep. But it's also yeah. where you Copyrighting work. Copyright is cheap too. It's not even expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's also where you work. Uh, a great example is a lot of people at BuzzFeed. Anything they make on or made, I don't know how many people still around on BuzzFeed. Anything they made on BuzzFeed belongs to BuzzFeed. Now, mind you, BuzzFeed is basically a sketch show of an internet site. So, like, there have been many people who have spun off to be able to do their own thing. But they can't take the shows with them because they don't own the shows. They're the personalities, but they don't own the shows. Um, I'm going to date myself real fucking old right now. The guys, uh, and uh, Anthony and the other dude behind Smosh. Yes, one the of Smosh them left. Like, but they, 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 neither of them own that IP anymore. Correct. They, somebody else does. Yeah, um, and so sometimes people can get lucky. Um, it's just how it works. Um, I think it's important to point out... Uh, because what's going to come up is that a bunch of legal stuff is going to happen. 
Um, there's a bit of an issue I think we haven't just mentioned and that we're talking about this from the U.S. perspective. Limelight Games, and I'm assuming where all this went down, is in Estonia, which is in Europe. Mm, yeah. So currently, unless we've got some kind of international law experts, we don't particularly know what recourse they can have if, because we don't know how their legal system operates different from ours. Right. Um, now, of course, that does not mean... It, that because it's not illegal does not make it immoral. Oh. Um, and for right now, from everything we seem to be discussing, the people behind all this are still very immoral. You know, I agree with Dante. Like these aren't the people who need to have your sympathy. Um, people's lives got put on the line for something that, and this is why you know I, I never like that narrative. Like, well, if you don't like it, why don't you leave? Mm. Um, because like these are creators. Like they want to see their work come to fruition. And then it seems as if they did everything the right way, right? Like, they could have went to social media day one and was like, this is black, all of this. They tried to get with the publisher. They tried to send internal emails. They wanted clarification. And if I can remember from what I read, they have a fully understanding, we're probably not going to get that feedback. It's, it's not ours. But, like, there's a lot of money you owe us for work that we've done. Where's the money? Why are you treating, like, why are you like this? Why are you doing this? And they did, it seems to be they did their due diligence to walk through the quote-unquote proper step. Because everybody's obsessed with, why won't you do it properly? Well, it seems they've done it properly. Now what? They were forced to go to social media because no one responded correctly to them. Um, and that's the larger problem here. Just because you do everything right doesn't mean it's going to come out good for you. And just leaving isn't the proper solution here. Yeah. Um, these, these, again, these people have lives. They've got children, families to take care of. You, if it were just that easy to up and leave a job, you know, everyone would be doing it. Um, and, game development. Like, you gotta think, yeah, in the middle of fucking arsehole, uh, arse end of nowhere, Estonia. Like, exactly. How, how, how many, many opportunities do they really, that? yeah, how many opportunities do they really have? I mean, even here in the U.S., you know, the gaming industry is large, but it's really kind of small and insular. And so what happens is if you leave and your manager or whoever's above them kind of don't like you, you can be blacklisted. And you just cannot, you might not be able to work in certain places you want to go anymore because it's not that large. I mean, politics is far larger and you can very easily be blacklisted in politics from local to state to anywhere you know, it's like this, this isn't some new invention here. So, you know, my, my heart goes out to the to, to the folks. Because um, COVID, it's a small team, right? It's not a bunch of people. It's a fairly small team. I don't know the official numbers, but I did mm. read the accounts of, I think it was eight employees that all submitted their resignations on that document collection. And you said they all, hold on. So to clarify, you did, because I swear I heard you say so, you said all of the development team. Signed, uh, handed in their resignations. Yeah, yeah, all of them. He did. So then, their their the team was eight people. <laughs> so might have just been an eight people team. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not slamming Kofi if there was a misunderstanding or anything like that. I hope he knows that. But if he said the, like he read all, he read all eight resignations from the people who left, and also said that all of the team resigned, then then it means that it's an eight person team. Yeah, it's. So hold on, I'm, I'm looking at it now. So it, it's a little bit more, it's like a dozen total. So it's a little bit 
complicated because some accounts are two people in one. But, you know, we have a tech artist lead, a concept artist that's for 3D, a designer, the CCO, the game designer. That's the big one, Folder 5. Uh, the 2D animator, the concept artist. Uh, so it, it comes to like, let me take off two. It's like 16, 15 total I'm seeing. Assistant game manager, assistant narrative director, 3D artist, environment artist, uh, 3D animator, art manager, composer, motion designer, assistant game designer, side projects. And then there's some people who have like overtime and software stuff. I think that's where it gets a little bit yeah. fuzzy. It's it's just a, it's a crappy situation. And then like uh, uh, that's why we have the, this platform to be able to even bring up news that most people probably won't, won't even know or any either or just to inform people like, hey, man, this is what's going on. And what as what we could do in our in our bubble, and maybe you could share that out too, and, and, and engage other gamers, let them know like, hey, this is some fucked up shit. And for us gamers, do not support this game because the the, the the creators, the original creators, got got screwed. And hopefully, we could then t- use our money by not buying to be like, no, f you, publisher in Estonia, like what the hell. We're gonna try to support these developers if they make a new game or whatever, because the game looks dope. So I'm hoping they could try to bring that that idea in a different way. Because unfortunately, they can't use that IP or the likeness of that IP anymore because they don't own it. Go ahead, Delilah. Isn't the publisher uh, Focus Home Interactive though? Didn't they they publish? Yeah, I believe that is the publisher. Yeah, they published um, Plague Tale Innocence, a bunch of other great games. Oh, they did. Greedfall. So I mean I think it's a big I, I don't know it's yes I don't know why they mean and this that right there is why you should never control. yeah that right there isn't that's that, true uh, that is why you shouldn't have expectations well that's why you should temper your expectations because then then this kind of shit comes out and you find out oh these guys were a bunch of bastards all along yeah like Wait, Ubisoft. <laughs> the publishers yeah, of that right game. Is the one doing this shit? I mean, Kofi said said like it was like a two part thing. I don't, I don't. It's the is it them entirely? The Focus Home released a statement earlier today. I don't, I don't know if I don't. Okay. I think right. it's still being investigated. It. Yeah, that, um, so that's the thing. Their statement is almost if we're to believe this whole collection of well put together documents, Focus mm-hmm. Home is reacting because the public is outraged because they right. received this thorough collection of information months ago. And that that email to them is in this document. Wow. So they're like, oh, oh, people are mad. Okay, look, look, look. We love our developers. We're going to investigate this, and I promise it'll be okay. How how can they get away with this? It's a lot lot of legal jargon right now. Like we, it's still it's still being unfolded, and hopefully it'll it'll start to untangle itself. So as of right now, we're just putting light to it because, again, like Kofi said, they 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 received this letter months ago and they're only now saying it because it was highlighted in the state of play and the developers immediately was like hey this game was stolen from us and everybody's like oh oh shit is that true and then you know start digging and this is where we're at then let so. us begin i literally just tweets i literally just tweeted out i literally just tweeted that out. i put it in go on goddamn fucking go on go and retweet that or retweet with a quote i don't care like let's get that word out then yeah for sure uh, yeah i'm looking for you yeah, I got you. I got to retweet. Yeah, don't do not buy this game. Um, yeah, but anyway, we don't, I, think, we don't... I, think, I think just sorry, just to asterisk this, these are still allegations. Like, right. as mo- yes, that's like, that's what I mean. It's still it's still muddled. We still have to wait. It is still muddled, and these these are still allegations. And to this read is what is available. 
Yes. Right. We've, we've, we, this, this might be a case of if there, like, if there's smoke, there's fire. But still, we should, again, as I've always done, I think I'm very consistent on giving this approach, walking into this with a healthy amount of skepticism. But we should, but we should raise awareness to it. Yeah. So there you go. Yes, indeed. And I don't think we have enough time to get to the last topic. It was about Xbox. Tens recently has been backtracking when it comes to you know the the games going from Xbox One to Series X. A lot of the games that were announced are actually just Series X titles, um, which is I think is a good thing. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I, my, it, my 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 only statement, my only statement to that is right. this. We don't have a lot of time, but go ahead. Because I fucking called it. There you go. Which is good. Which is which is which is good. Um, but, uh, and and as well as that 2020 thing, I, I don't, I'm hoping there's still a show in August. We still don't know. That that announcement just came out recently. Um, well, not announcement. Something I saw on Twitter. So I'm not exactly sure if that's so factual. The, the, go ahead, Pharaoh. And something I'll say to that is, um, it, we we have to wait and see when these games that are Xbox Series only are actually releasing. We haven't gotten a lot of release dates yet. No, so none. They, except they for could one. be. They, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm saying, so they could actually be very honest in that we're going. Oh, your your mic just crapped out. That expensive mic crapping out. Welcome to my world. It's the voicemail. You gotta reset it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But I was saying that uh. Yeah, if we if we don't see that that title is coming out for the next one to two years, then obviously they they are supporting. Like they yeah. they're being true to their statement. But we don't know that until we have some release dates, so we can't we yeah. can't objectively say that they are. We'll see. Exactly we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping they do show something in August, but we'll see. But anyway, we had to close this out, man. Uh, I appreciate all the people that came through in the live chat, and uh, appreciate all you guys. Uh, I'm gonna go definitely shout you guys out. But first and foremost, shout out our special guest, Delilah HD. Thank you Thank for coming you. on Vitamin G no Podcast. Um, first, let, let, let everyone know where they can find you and what you what you got going on. Yes, yeah, so you, you all know you can follow me on Twitter, Delala underscore HD. You can also catch me every Saturday in Growing the Gaming Podcast, which is Saturdays at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Um, it's just me and the ladies talk about games, kind of like what you all do here, uh, but on a different level, of course, <laughs> like we're women. So. Salute, 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 GWG. Salute to you guys. Um, and definitely thank you for coming through. Uh, let's, let's get the rest of the panel out of here, man. Farrell, what you got going on, man? Any new videos? Uh, I am going to be working on a new video, uh, hopefully tonight, if not, definitely by Wednesday. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, that's about it with me. Uh, you know where to find me. It's all, it's all listed in the description comments. Hey, uh, if you haven't already join our Patreon, man, we want to give away some cool stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. so, you know, help support the cause. Cause we got new consoles coming out. We got a bunch of stuff going on. So support us so we can support y'all exactly you already know what it is man for those who've been following us we've always give stuff away all the time and uh if we want to do something big we would definitely need more uh patreon supporters to help assist us with that as we get bigger of course um my guy jube sensei where people can find you hopefully in the nearest micro setting getting your new mic but anyway you know what you ain't gonna say something <laughs> that last topic i'm gonna I'm 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 fly to where you at and hit you in the face <laughs> anyways um, so you can find me at uh, Jubei Sensei on Twitter, um, Jubei X Sensei on gaming platforms, and yeah, next week they, 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 that won't be a conversation. So there you go. the The very last point 
you sound actually good. Before then, it was all muffled like you were trying to uh, impersonate SpongeBob. Uh, my guy, Omar, where can people find you? People can find me at Carbon Culture Hub on Twitter and also the Gaming Podcast. It's uh, Thursday. Yes, definitely check out my guy, Tick. Shout out to Kalel. Uh, Reg, where people find you? Um, hello, friends. Uh, let me just start out by saying praise. Praise trials. Oh, praise full steel. Um, you know, we just want to make sure that we come together once a week to uh, show our support and love for Cold Steel series um, and to make sure that we go forth and spread the word. Um, Did you of, join that religion? Um, I have. What is have. this Cold Steel thing? It's a cult. It's a cult led by. It's led by. It's a cult led by Kofi Cold Steel. All right. <laughs> cult. Cult for cult is a strong word. Really, it's an offensive word. A lot of offensive terms. I'll, oh, I'll send you a couple of our information and pamphlets. As soon as your podcast goes on, you'll hear a knock on the door. It's Reggie from Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as, as always, guys, it's been a blast. Um, you know, I'm just thinking, it sucks that we had such a heavy topic when we have. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> we, should, we should change that or something. Um, but um, you can find me on Fall Guys Zero X three eighty six. That is where I will be um, all day, every day. I already got me a championship. I need more. Um, so that, that that's what I'm going to do. Shout out, shout out. And again, Cold Steel is a Japanese JRPG series that Kofi is the teacher of. Uh, he'll definitely indoctrinate you into that game. Okay, cool. Thank you. you will keep talking about it until you finally cave in and fucking try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dante, where people can find you? What you got going on? Uh, what's up, everybody? You can find me uh, invading a reality near you. Uh, yes, Dante Crisis on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and DLive. Uh, you can also find me uh, fanning the flames of discourse on uh, Twitter at Dante Crisis. Uh, currently doing a let's play of Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding. Both, I'll tell you something. Death Stranding is such a bastard to fucking edit because <laughs> I'm, I'm editing out a lot of the back and the forth. Um, yeah, I'm also doing uh, let's play. I'm also doing streaming of uh, Fire Emblem Free Houses on Tuesdays. Um, I'm streaming Batman at Arkham Asylum on hard mode on Wednesdays. And I'm streaming Dragon Age Origins on Thursdays. Yes, yes, yes. All, all relevant information were on on uh, on my YouTube and Twitch. Yes, definitely check out all the guys, all the guys. Um, last but not least, Kofi Steel. What's going on with you, my guy? Not too much, guys. As you know, I'm always looking to do translations for any sort of Japanese news. Things have been a little bit slower as the gen has rolled over, but a couple of people have reached out to me on Japanese study tools. So I'm, I'm working on kind of re-upping what I have in the Discord, uh, how you can have fun and, and start to get exposed to Japanese learning. Um, and yes, finishing Cold Steel and lots of Tsushima. So I'm pretty yes, excited. Yes, yes. definitely join the Discord. Uh, we got people in there all the time. You'll see me gaming on there as well. If I'm on, just, just message me. I'm, I'm free to talk. There's many occasions where I talk to think... Um, Hades came through. He was he was uh, he was down about the whole Washington football team, and of course, me being a Cowboys fan, I was I was there to definitely grind him down to some to to, to mush. But uh, nah, you know, shout out to him and shout out to the Washington football team. 
because uh, they definitely changed the racist name. So anyway, um, yeah, they, they might as well call themselves the Foreskins, bro. They don't even need a name. Uh, there we <laughs> no, okay, so, yeah, I, so just... <laughs> I don't, I don't get like they have a name primed and ready that would just work for them. And so I, did, I saw it on Twitter, the Washington Warriors. Like, Not, no, right. well, the issue is, is that um, people buy up the rights to the names. They don't yeah. have a name to choose because motherfuckers keep oh, putting yeah, like placeholder copyrights on that. On yeah, oh, on fucking name. Wow, that's, that's it must be cowboy fans. The only thing left they have is <laughs> the only thing left is Washington. Like one, just just for you NFL, just for you American football guys. Did you guys hear that um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson bought the goddamn XFL? Yes, right. shout oh, yeah, shout out to Dwayne. That's probably gonna be good. That's hilarious. I cannot wait to see what happens there. That'd probably be good. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is FC Violent. Well, I am FC Violent. This is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. I'm going to shout out the chat real quick. Uh, oh, and check out my last video, man. I'm doing videos again. You know, it's been a while. The best fro on YouTube. You already know what it is. Power see, Fist. I see. I was confused. that I didn't know if you were FC Violent because I, I know I I'm, I'm not FC Violent to have less hair. I know. I know. This is, this is a new look for me. This is what happens. The, the, the COVID fro. Jirohama, uh, shout out to you, the indie gamer Nate Clinton. Uh, let me see here, Josh Fawisit, Facet, appreciate you. Dark Knight, Don, that's Dante in the chat. Jirohama again, Omar's in the chat. Dragonheart Yobi, Patreon member, shout out to you, Nate Clinton, uh, and obviously GWG. Oh, L Boogie, Lady Infamous. Thank you guys for the subs as well. If you guys are listening to this, karate chop that like button, share this out to. Gamers everywhere, and definitely sub, man. And for the audio listeners, definitely follow and leave us comments. Appreciate you guys, and always, always, always keep it gaming. We out of here. Peace. Okay, let me just straight up. Sisters in the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those of this body with cheese.